Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers Web Zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. Yeah, they got very, very little pressure on Jordan Love. Now, to be fair, Jordan Love it's very is, hard to sack. is the least sacked quarterback yeah. in the NFL this season. Yep. So that speaks both to Jordan Love and that offensive line and, and, and their pass protection. So, you know, you got to take that with a grain of salt. But they haven't been getting a lot of pressure in general over the last, I would say, four or five games. And so that is a concern for sure. Uh, Defending the run is a concern. And then my other concern for the defense is who is going to step up and, and just kind of put that defense on their back? I would argue that Fred Warner did it and Dre Greenlaw did it yesterday. It was the linebackers. But this this defense is built, and and there are a lot of resources sunk into that defensive line. They're the ones that have to take over a game, and so far they haven't done that. And this is the first playoff game. I get it, you know. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if, if if they come out against this Lions team next next Sunday and put some pressure on Jared Goff because. They've got to do some. They've got to take this game over because there's too many injuries right now in the secondary to to be at their at their peak performance with you know with Hufunga out and and Brown out last game. Hopefully he comes back this game because, like you said, Logan Ryan. I mean, and and to be fair to Logan Ryan, to be fair to Logan Ryan, he literally joined the 49ers after after. Uh, what uh, disembarking from a cruise ship, like legitimately he was on a cruise yeah. with his family when the 49ers like, Hey, we want to sign you. And he, you know, got off the cruise ship and, and flew to Santa Clara. So again, no shade to Logan Ryan, but that is, that's the nature of, of the NFL. When you've got, 
you know, injuries that stack up. And so, you know, my hope is that, you know, Brown is, I believe recovered. I just think that they wanted to give him an extra week because, you know, Ryan has been playing and, and they thought that he would be maybe, you know, a little stale or, or, or cold or whatever, but I, I, Brown has to play next week against this lions team uh, because uh, Logan Ryan is, is not, is not it. And again, no shade to Logan Ryan whatsoever. Uh, but yeah, Amory Thomas and uh, Amory Thomas is so frustrating because he has flashes of brilliance where you go, oh, this is what they saw. This is what made him a third round pick. And then, you know, he has games like yesterday where you're like, oh, my God, like, get this guy off the field. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I mean, it's it's it it definitely shows why they were interested in Jason Verrett. But, you know, at at the same time when it mattered most in the red zone, this defense bowed up and held them to three field goals, three field goal attempts and a, uh, a fourth down stop in the red zone. And that made all the difference in the world for this game, because uh, you know, those field goals, if those were touchdowns, this, this game doesn't, doesn't become a victory for the 49ers. So and that's kind of been what this defense has done all season. And, and, and kind of since Kyle Shannon has been there, it's that bend and don't break, you know, feeling, but you're playing a little bit with fire. We need a little bit more of, uh, you know, some turnover luck and things like that, which again, Dre Greenlaw picked off Jordan love uh, two times yesterday, which uh, again, made a big difference. So huge place. Um, go down Dre. Go yeah, down. Ex- yeah, both times. We don't need both time. What are we doing? Around. Yeah, what are we doing? Although I, there was one guy at the. Uh, I just watched the uh, watched the game at the sports book at the Mandalay Bay, and there was one Niner fan there who uh, bet the over, and so he was, uh, or or bet the yeah bet the 49ers at minus nine and a half, and he was really rooting for a pick six there at the, to end the game to make that a, a ten point victory. But uh, I was yelling, "Get down!" because. I had no money on the game, but did you ask him if he listens to the No Huddle podcast? I did not. I should have. I should have. But uh... <laughs> I'm Brian Reddick. Damn it! <laughs> you know who I am. Right, but so yeah, wanted... it's, it's, it, it was it wasn't a great performance. But um, like I said, when it mattered most, they 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 bowed up, and and that's what championship defenses do. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is their 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. All right, I think I want to save Brock for last because I, I just... I. I just, again, I love so much what happened at the end in terms of him and his future. Yeah. But let's go to Kyle. Kyle Shanahan. Yep. Drunk? Drunk? <laughs> Was he drunk? Weird uh, game plan. Yeah. So Brock Purdy had 39 attempts in this game. I think that's the most in his career. He had 37 against the Giants in week three this year. And he had 37 actually in the game he released Garoppolo against Miami. And for him, it was like late in the third quarter and he had 33 attempts. And I'm like, holy shit. This is a mm. one score game and he's on pace to throw 40 times, which isn't yeah. the Niners offense. That's not their offense. And, and on top of which he was all over the place. Did he have some good plays? Yeah. The, the touchdown pass to Kittle was awesome. When yeah. He's rolling to his right and he drops yep. that in there, but he was all over the place other than that, where, whether it was rust, whether it was a wet ball, whatever it was. So I was a little bit, it was weird and just everything Kyle did. So he's got him throwing like crazy. And then at the end of the half, he treats that almost like he's got Jimmy at quarterback where he's more mm-hmm. concerned. And he kind of even said it. He was more concerned with green Bay, not scoring than the Niners being aggressive there. At least mm-hmm. that's the way that it seemed to me. So they get the field goal attempt that gets blocked. So the whole thing was just, that's when I was just like, I was like numb at that point. And then you come out of halftime in literally. Okay. I, I'm just going to try to, I guess, explain this. I know everybody knows what I'm talking about, but they come out in a shotgun formation with Jawan Jennings, who had a phenomenal game receiving. What a clutch game by him. Yes. But he comes out in the backfield, and I'm like, they're not going to hand him the ball. I mean, this is a pass to McCaffrey, or McCaffrey's going to come, and something's going to happen. They're not going to hand Jennings the ball. They handed Jennings the ball. And then Greg Olson's like, oh, well, you know that play was probably for Debo, so just don't run it. Or if you're going to run it, put Elijah Mitchell back there, run something else, mm-hmm. put Ray Ray back there. And I literally blacked out for the next like 10 minutes. I don't even know what happened. <laughs> I was like, they gave it to John Jennings. Then apparently it was a three and out. I don't it know. Was. I don't it know was. what happened after that. That was crazy to me. And the other thing where I thought where I was ready to jump through the television, I don't remember the exact point of the game. I wish I wrote it down, but they had first and 10 on the, on the Packers 40. and It was in the second half mm-hmm. and they did three straight passes. Yeah, And they had to punt. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I'm screaming at the television, you have the best running back in the NFL. He's got to yeah. touch it at yeah. first or second down. There's nothing wrong with being in second manageable and first and manageable. So that's what I was kind of like, again, Kyle, what are we doing? Again, yeah, like you said, I don't know if it was he just wanted to prove Purdy can get it done. I, maybe yeah. he just did, those were the looks that he saw. You know, they wanted to run, but. Packers were giving them looks that made them get out of it. But I just think at some point you saw in McCaffrey's long touchdown run, you got to keep feeding your man. And McCaffrey actually had 17 carries and 12 targets. It did not feel that way. Yeah. To me, it felt like he was missing for long points and portions of the game. So we saw Kyle get weird with the game plan. We saw him get too conservative before the end of the half. And those are things that can cost you a game, man. And, yes. and it almost did. Mike Silver uh, wrote an article uh, for the San Francisco Chronicle, and basically what he said was Kyle Shanahan's play not to lose game plan can't can't be the game plan moving forward 
in the NFC Championship game or the Super Bowl, or you're not going to win the Super Bowl. And that, I think, really sums it up. It really felt like a game plan that really was, again, play not to lose. But even more than that, like I said, it was like, again, he over, it just feels like in big moments like this, he just overthinks it. And like, you have the NFL rushing leader and you have a defense that can't defend the run very well. Why are you not? And and that was the same thing with the Ravens. What was the Ravens biggest weakness? Defending the run. What was Mm -hmm. the Packers biggest defensive weakness? Defending the run. And in both of those games, you came out with a pass heavy game plan and it just doesn't make any sense. And I would love for somebody to ask Kyle, Hey, what's the deal with this? Like, this is the green, this is green Bay's weakness. Like why, why were you throwing more than you were running? But more than that, what concerns me is his inability to call a game when Debo goes out. Like if Debo goes out mid game, like he can game plan around not having Debo Samuel. If he goes into the game, knowing he's not going to have Debo, but if Debo gets injured mid game, it's an absolute shit show on offense. And I just don't understand it. Like, I I feel like maybe I'm oversimplifying it because it just like it feels like the answer is right there. If you've got a game plan that is Debo heavy and Debo goes down, don't you have a ready-made Debo replacement on the roster already by the name of Christian McCaffrey? Why don't you then move Christian McCaffrey into or or call those same plays that you would call for Debo, but now you've got Mitchell and McCaffrey on the field. And like, what, what is it that, that Debo can do that Christian can't, I don't think there is anything. And, and again, maybe it's Kyle overthinking it and going, well, if I do that, well, then all those plays where Mitchell's on the field with, with CMC at the same time, then they're going to key in on CMC because they're going to, you know, they're going to know that we're running some, and it's like, use that to your advantage. Like, I I agree with you. Like that would probably happen. So use that to your advantage, pull some shit out of your bag, man. Like what is happening? Like it, it can't losing one player cannot derail your entire fucking game plan and play calling in the NFL. It just can't. Especially and, when you have three, three right. all pros on offense that are not named Debo Samuel at skill positions. That's and, why I don't want to hear the Debo stuff. Right. Important? And, yeah, but you got IU Kittle and McCaffrey too. That's plenty and, of firepower. And you're largely regarded as as the premier offensive innovator in the NFL right now. Like losing one guy can't can't make it that difficult.